And we're recording. Yay. All right. Hey, howdy, hey. Welcome back to our channel. I'm Rochelle. I'm Justine. And thanks for tuning in. You notice my friends? Oh, it's a group and a pork. <laughs> They're so cute. I figured why not. And Porgy is sitting on something magnetic, so I don't have to worry about him falling off. Nice. I'm going to go. Oh, he's way back there. Mm. I can't even reach nice him with my headphones on. <laughs> no. So. Cool, 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 cool. All right. What's up? Um, so I do just want to touch on something very serious before we get into the format for today's podcast. Um, so as everyone knows, like the Black Lives Matters movement is um, catching wind and it's taken off and it's becoming a very important thing that everyone is talking about nowadays. And I think it is very important to talk about. If you um, follow my social media, you know that I've been posting about it and it's very important um, to be active and stay active. And there's lots of different things you could do. Um, if you go on my Instagram, check out the resources, the resources link um, under my um, profile picture. On your profile? On my profile on Instagram. Um, if anybody else, has, um, if, do you have anything you want to talk or mention? Uh, no, but they can find you on Instagram. Oh, if you're not already following me on Instagram, it is at rcasset, C-A-S-S-A-T-T. And um, that is where you can find those resources that you have put there. Yes. Um, check out my story every day. I'm posting different information and how to help and how to stay active. Um, as well as um, sometimes I post things about if you're going to protest, if you're going to go and protest and do things. And then I'm also um, trying to just stay active and stay involved. And so a quick and easy way to do that is um, on Instagram, just follow the hashtag Black Lives Matters and that information and things will just show up straight in your feed. Um, make sure you are considering the source where it's coming from and just listening. All right. Well, I, I thank you so much for letting me just talk about that for a quick second. I think it's very important. And I, you know, I just, it's so relevant to right now. So, but let's get into what we were talking about today on our podcast. Um, so again, this is our channel. This is, and we may or may not know things. And today we're really going to prove what we may or may not know with this, with this topic that we're going to be talking about. What is our topic that we are going to be talking about? Um, so, Justine and I are going to be talking about popular TV shows and movies, except it's only going to be ones we haven't seen, um, that the other one has. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, to kick it off, um... Are we doing modern, modern movies, like, that came out within the last 20 years, or... No, we're doing... I mean, I do have, I, I mean, I only have one really old movie, and that's, well, okay, maybe two really old movies, and that's it. Okay, because, like, I just looked over, and the 100 Greatest Movie Quotes is over there, and I bet you I've seen half of those films, and you have not seen 25% of them. The last time I was there, I think I had seen three of them. <laughs> I, I just, I don't really get into old movies that that well. And if you've seen the, the like, and the, the reason that I, I, I watched the show Hollywood on Netflix, and it, it like, really gets into, like, old movies, and, like, it's cool because you can see the technology and the cameras, but you also see the culture behind it, and the culture was not great back then. But hopefully it's better now. Um, but Justine, why don't you kick it off? Oh, we're going to talk about, well, I'm sorry, you're going to talk about one of my favorite shows um which is the office so i think we need just a couple preliminary questions from this like can you name any characters Pam, um Mike. Oh, oh. Mike, <laughs> michael michael okay um dwight um you're doing better than i thought you would she's like quick um, googled beforehand <laughs> no no i actually had this conversation the other day um with somebody who also loves the show and I admit that, like, I don't know the show, but, like, I know enough to, like, forward you the meme of Gangster Michael. Yeah. 
like, like I, and I got it enough. Yeah. And then there's um, the one guy has a chili recipe or something, and like I know enough that like I know that's from the office. Or like um, Jenna Julian, um, a couple weeks ago, um, jo Julian took the hardest office quiz there is, and you actually have to type in the answers. And like, I didn't watch The Office, but I understand how hard it is and the nuances and all the guest directors and writers and and then the difference, there's a U.S. version and a U.K. version and the U.K. version came first, I'm pretty sure. So like, I, I do, do, you, know, do you know, I know it takes place in PA. Okay, that's a good one. Do you know any of the, so, so jumping back, you mentioned the UK version. There's just two really popular actors. Ricky Gervais. Uh-huh. And? He's like the only one that like always is in the memes and the pictures. You're gonna, you're gonna kick yourself when you don't know this, but it's, um, he plays Watson on Sherlock. Uh, Martin Freeman. Yeah. Who's also in the MCU universe with his, and the Hobbit series with his co-star, Benedict Cumberbatch. I, his American accent. When he first came out and he was American, I was like, excuse me, sir, you are British! Did you watch the episode where he hosted SNL? No. Gold. I loved I'll it. put that on my list. Gold. I think, now that I say that, I, he might have been on the episode where they did a Lord of the Rings office parody that sounds like him yeah and he's in both franchises so that's why i think it was the episode he was on yeah okay so you know it takes place on scranton pa do you and so obviously you know it takes place in an office do you know what the office sells paper nice okay um and can you <laughs> name company name the, like dunder mifflin but you said the t-shirt i feel <laughs> like everybody wears those t-shirts <laughs> oh i love your t-shirt I didn't think you still had it. It's become one of my gym shirts. Um, I'm heading to the gym after this, so I just joined a gym. It's day three. Um, can you name any of the actors on the U.S. version of The Office? Uh, let's see. We got Steve Carell. Mm -hmm. uh, we have um, Mindy, whose last name escapes me now. Shoot. And, and her name is like one of those ones where it's practically all one word. She had the Mindy Project. She's writing Legally Blonde 3. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited about You know that. who I'm talking about. Her um, name's Mindy Kaling. Yeah. That's it. Um, the other guy from... <laughs> I can, like, picture his face. The other guy from what? <laughs> Didn't he do the voice of Flynn Rider? No. No. No? No, that's not it. No, that guy. Or... No, that guy was the guy from. Uh, it was not the guy from Star Trek. No, it's not. Who? You... Who? The guy from Star Trek, who plays the new Spock, is on an AMC show. I want to say, with Ashley Cummings, who plays Dottie, on Miss Fisher. And she has an American accent in that. No, he was on a different show. Oh, he was on Chuck. Yeah, I was like, it's a person's name, and all I could think of was <laughs> Charles or like Charles, and I was like, no. So then he Chuck. he does he does the voice of somebody else. Then he's married to um, a very famous actress that that is British. He's doing the Good News Now or mm -hmm. the Good some Good News. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's go other characters then. John Krasinski. Cool. John All right. Krasinski. Other can you name any other characters? Not not characters, other actors. Let's see. John oh, Hand came in for a bit. No, not like full like the regular actor. Not <laughs> special guest. Because Amy Adams was on it for like three episodes. Like she don't care. I jail. love her. I know you do, that's why I said her. I love her. But there's, there's another John whose last name just ran out of my head. They, that, there was a lot of people who weren't that famous, including Amy Adams, who went on that show, and then they became really big. Yeah. Well, it's like if you go back and watch other things. Like, yeah. 
like Charlie Cox was on Downton Abbey season one, episode one, and then went off and did Daredevil. Well, it's the same with Friends. People who were not well known or a little known, and they went on that, and then they blew up right after. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any other questions? Because I'm struggling with actor names right now. I'm trying to think if there's any other questions that we should really ask. Oh no, you watch The Office. I don't. I, I love The Office. It's one of my absolute favorite shows. <laughs> I watch it all the time. I literally like have one of my friends, and when I'm over at her house, she'll just randomly quote The Office, and she loves it because I get it. Like, yeah, no, that's great. No, uh, th- I mean there are definitely, and I do want to say this: there honestly are some like super like cringe worthy moments in it. I'm just like. Like when they make like really like and it, it and that's the thing and I was talking about with this with someone the other day it's, it's like, you know Michael Scott is very ignorant and he doesn't really like he's he doesn't get it like so he makes especially in the first season if you've never seen the show and you're really interested about watching it like just get through the first season the first season is basically to get you introduced to the characters but it gets better after the first season but you need to watch that first season to understand like all the characters and their dynamics and like how they all like um work at the office together um, but there are some super cringeworthy moments except for in the sec especially in the second episode with diversity day there's also um quite a few like homophobic um comments throughout the entire series um which i just it's very cringeworthy and i'm just like but um okay so that was for you so for me which one we're doing game of thrones game of thrones which i am currently re-watching since you have the first three seasons i started yeah. at season four i'm up to season six okay now i'm watching it with commentary turns out my dumb butt didn't realize it when i bought all these on black friday that i didn't buy the very last season because it wasn't available in the black friday deals i didn't yeah. realize it until i went to the store yesterday no you i remember I, I remember that because you were like it's not in here i'm just gonna get it another time i forgot so season. so that will be my shopping on black friday the final season so i can watch the commentary so okay so game of thrones what rochelle tell me some characters or actors or you know okay i'm gonna start with the premise of the show yeah let's go there they all die (laughs) everybody dies everybody dies don't get attached because they all die yeah the second you get attached they're gonna die there's like a bunch of families that don't like each other there's people who are related having sex with each other there's a lot of incest not a lot. Um, there's dragons, I think. There's how, many? how many? Girl, I don't know. You're lucky I knew there was dragons in the show. <laughs> I only know one of the family's names. I know, I think there's like four main families. Maybe more. I really don't know. Um, what family do you know? Starks. Is that, that right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and they're a wolf? Yep. <laughs> and they all have wolves that are super loyal to them. Sort of. Okay. <laughs> Isn't this fun? Like, literally, I was laughing the whole time because, like, it's just like The Office is a show that I absolutely love, and I know you love Game of Thrones, and I like, I feel like I barely know anything about it. Um, and I, I also read the books. Yeah. And I'm actually rereading the fourth book because it was available at the library, and I'm like, I need something to listen to. There's a lot of famous people that come and go in it. I literally couldn't name a single character, but I think Peter Peter Dinkley is in it. Yes, he's a main character. <laughs> go. Um. <laughs> okay. Well, who was I just talking about? Who we love from our Australian show? Who's on okay. it? Okay. But you, but you said she was only on two episodes. I yeah. mean, I guess there aren't that many episodes in a season. There's ten. In most oh. of the seasons, except for like the final two, um, and that was uh, Miss Fisher from Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. But I don't know her real name. S. Oh, I forgot her last name. Yes. Um, also, um, do you remember the redheaded maid from season one of Downton Abbey? Yes. Who, uh, she's on it. E- Esther Edith. Something. Yes. She played. No, Lady Edith was the. Is the one sibling, but yeah, she played her, and then um, she left that show 
ended up going almost immediately over to down to uh, Game of Thrones, which her character was there for a season and a half, two seasons. Mm-hmm. And um, her and her love interest in the show uh, got married IRL. That's cute. Mm-hmm. And they make a really like cute that. couple. <laughs> So anything else that you, do you know any of the places or the other families or any of the other? I know. Actors? Okay. So tell, tell me what color, cause they all have like main colors. What color is the Starks? They're like blue. Black red? and gray. Black are and their, gray. are their main colors? There's I a blue remember. one. A red one. <laughs> yeah. Red and gold. Like Gryffindor. And they have, and their sigils alliance. The, the Martells of Dorne, um, their main color is yellow because it's a red sun oh, on a yellow background. Okay. I, just, I was like, yellow is, <laughs> yellow is right. Because, you know, like, so, you know, when you like, go to the store and they have, like, merch for, like, all these different shows and whatever, like, you know, you, like, glance at it and you're like, I don't understand. Game of Thrones, it's mostly blacks and grays for the Starks, reds and golds for the Lannisters, and then black and red dragons for um, Daenerys Targaryen. Cool, 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 cool. Um, you know anything about the Red Wedding? It sounds like there's a lot of blood. <laughs> the Purple Wedding? Sounds like there's a lot of flowers. Battle of the Bastards? Literally nothing. <laughs> I haven't seen a single minute or episode or, like, montage video or, like, bloopers. Literally nothing. You didn't even a see- trailer. No, nope. there's there's these really great bloopers from season four of Peter Dinklage. I love that man. Dinklage. Okay, so I totally said his name wrong. I, I said might Dinkle. be saying his- Peter Dinklage. <laughs> no, I think Dinkler. that's what I said. Dinkler. I don't know. And he's like he's one of Dink the few something. Americans on the cast. Yeah. Do oh, they have I- British accents on the show. Um, depending on where they're from, depends on their accent. Okay. So, like, the Lannisters are more posh versus the Starks, who are a bit more gruff and, at times, sound Scottish to an American ear. Okay. And then the Martells from Dorne, um, Prince Oberon, played by uh, Pedro Pascal, was the very first person from Dorne that we were ever meeting. We've heard about Dorne before, but this is the first time we're meeting him. And um, so they came up with a completely different accent. Which then, the Illyria Sand and then his brother, which we meet in the next season, and his kids that we meet in the next season, all have to, you know, try and copy that. And because that was the first time we also ever got to go to Dorne, uh, they had to find new filming locations, and they filmed in Spain. Which I remember Molly telling us that she was there when they were filming, and they couldn't go to the... um, certain areas because they were filming there but I don't remember if it was for the Dorn scenes or they also used this other town that they really liked yeah cool 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 I like watching it with commentary you get to find out things are you ready for your next one? Oh no do you want a movie or a tv show <laughs> give it to me <laughs> a movie or a tv show or what either or Okay, I'm just going to go down your list. Um, Next, I have Queer Eye. That is something I'm currently watching right now. Okay, I'm never going to watch it because it's a makeover show. Tell me more. Tell me the the premise of the show. Uh, Five guys who either identify as gay or queer, I assume, um, essentially go to these people's houses and either make over just them, their entire wardrobe, their house, their life, and I don't do those kind of shows. I barely do comedies. Can you name any of the five guys that are on the show? Nope. I do know that there's one who has long hair, who, but he has a mustache, but first time I saw him, I thought it was uh, Irish Jesus guy from the Tri videos. 
<laughs> he gets compared to Jesus a lot, but he did shave off the mustache in the, this last season. Um, his name is Jonathan Finesse. He is literally the best little like person out there. I had a dream about him last <laughs> night and I woke up and I was super upset. It was like a dream that I was like meeting him and that we were like going to the store and we were like going shopping because we were going to a party and then Bobby shows up and then like Tan France who is literally, oh, I love him so much. He teaches me so much about fashion and like you have to have a French tuck. Hello. Literally learn all my fashion stuff from him. And or you just buy a shirt with a fake one. Hence what you're wearing. Um, and then there's Karamo. And then there's um, Anthony, which Anthony is the one that's my Netflix. Like you can pick your profile picture on Netflix. And Anthony is my, my profile picture. But I'm the queen. They, they don't just. So, so people get nominated for the show and they come in. And they come and they meet this person and they like learn all about them. And then um, they're like, so, so what do you want us to help you with? And um, so the, one of the episodes, they like help this guy like open up his restaurant. They like redo a restaurant. One of my favorite ones from this season is like do like a, she has like a grooming van. Um, Cause she likes, she, um, her dream is to be like a mobile like pet groomer. So she just like drives to your house and she like brings the dog into the van and then like grooms them all up and then just like, and then goes on her way. But her van broke down for a year and a half and she couldn't get the money together to fix it. And she lost a bunch of her clients. So they do like a little doggy fashion show. They redo her whole life, her whole little wardrobe. They do the van for her so she can like just be successful. And then like Karamo comes in and he like teaches them how to basically like love themselves and one of the episodes tan goes he goes he goes here stand up i'm doing his i'm doing his accent um and he goes hey stand up for me love give me one tell me one part of your body that you love and she literally like looks down at herself and couldn't come up with anything and just started crying like they they just break you down to your core and then teach you that you're like gorgeous and fabulous and like that all that sometimes, and I'm quoting Jonathan Vanessa right now, you just need a little like a little zhuzh in your life. They're amazing. It's not, it's not just a makeover show, it's like a happy show. Yeah, I love no. so much. Okay, I'm that's not enough it. about queer eye. You're making me cry. I'm not watching it. Okay. Next! <laughs> <laughs> Next on the list for me is this, and I'm going to look up just like the picture of it because I don't know what movie this is at all, and it's called Stardust. Stardust. And it's it's got Charlie Cox, it's got Claire Danes, it's, it's got Robert. It's a 2007 Smith. film? Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to show this. I'm going to show everyone this. This this is the movie like poster or like. Oh, I forgot Michelle Pfeiffer. I'm like, there's another famous lady in it. Oh, she's awesome. And her two sisters, oh, they're fabulous. Oh, and oh, great. Wait, bald. wait, I have to tell you about this movie. Not you tell me. Great bald British actor who always plays a baddie. I don't know. You, I can't think of anything he's in right now. I love him. Okay. Stop looking at it on IMDb. I'm not. I'm still looking at the, the thing. I'm trying to, to tell you what this movie's about from the movie poster. Um, so it's about aliens who fly in this, like, interesting contraption that looks like a zeppelin with, like, a whale hanging off the bottom. But it also might be, like, another part of the ship. And then over here, oh, there's a moon in the background. Maybe they live on the moon. And then I'm assuming they come to Earth because that's what usually happens in movies. Um, maybe not. Maybe another planet. But there's like a little like town on like a coast over here that I'm seeing. Um, so I'm assuming the parents don't want the people to be together. And it's like, they're like, no, we're going to be together on our little alien love planet. And his hair is like very like fluffy. And I just want to run my hair through it, but my hair, my hand through it. Um, <laughs> but the parents don't look happy about them being together. And that's really? everything I got. Because, like, Michelle Pfeiffer has a very coy smile on her face. Yeah, she looks like she wants to seduce the kid, <laughs> which is weird. 
I don't know if they're just one person's parents or if they're one of each of their parents, but the dad looks really angry, like the little like lines in his eyebrows. I don't even know if he is the dad. I'm just I'm still okay, and that's that's what I got from that. If you <laughs> look up the picture and follow along. Um, so that was a great guess. Do you want to read the synopsis or do you want me to explain it? Are you going to do a good job explaining? I don't know what the synopsis says. So. All right. I mean, you could also look up the synopsis and read it to me. I could, but I'm fixing um, my hair. But I already got it. So, all right. So how, what Stardust actually is, it's got a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. 80% of Google users liked the movie. 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb. All right. To win the heart of his beloved Sienna Miller, a young man named Tristan, played by Charlie Tristan. Fox, Trist Tristane, sorry, ventures into the realm of fairies to retrieve a fallen star. What Tristane finds, however, is not a chunk of space rock, but a woman, played by Claire Danes, named Yvine. Yvine. Yvain, thank you. Yvain evening. In... <clears throat> what? It's like evening, but Yvain. Yvain. Yvain is in great danger, for the king's son needs her power to secure the throne, and an evil witch, Michelle Pfeiffer, wants to use her to a a achieve eternal youth and beauty. Interesting. Oh, that's a daredevil guy, but he's got short hair. Mm -hmm. I know, he's got long hair in the picture. Mm -hmm. and, he doesn't look like himself uh, Robert De Niro plays a uh, pirate sort of captain. Uh, Ricky Gervais is in it. Um, guy who plays Septimus is a great Mark actor. Strong. Ugh, it's That's it's a good movie. It's such a good movie. Interesting. I love okay. it. Ian McKellen is the narrator. Oh, yeah, how did I forget that? John. Oh, and the guy that plays Tristane's father was also in Phantom of the Opera as one of the owners, I'm pretty okay, sure. So where did you watch this movie? Netflix. Interesting. Okay. Huh. All right. So I was completely wrong. I didn't get anything right. It's a good movie. Except for the fact that they were lovers. That's the only thing I got right. Yeah, but, Put like, not right away. We we gotta put a spoiler alert before this video if you haven't seen it. Yes. All right. You ready? Ready. Your next one is Disney and Pixar's Onward. Disney and Pixar's Onward is about two brothers who go on a journey to bring the dad back to his full self. It is a nerd, and I use the word lovingly. Nerds wet dream because they throw in every single D&D &D Lord of the Rings fantasy Easter egg you can think of in there. Okay. Oh, and there's a bus with the bus van with a unicorn on it. It's a van. Her name is Guinevere. Thank you. <laughs> what else do you want to know? Ow. Do you know any of the characters' names? No, because I don't care enough to learn them. Okay. <laughs> the thing I really like about that movie is that, you know how in, like, a lot of, like, movies, the parents are just, like, left behind while the kids go off on the adventures, right? Yeah, Avatar The Last Airbender! Exactly. Well, but the mom <laughs> in that movie is actually, like, fighting for her sons, and she plays a huge part at the end and she like actually is involved and she's just like trying to find them to help them to save them and they were just like no mom won't understand and they like leave and i'm just like she got it she just yeah i don't know it's great i like that movie if you haven't watched our top five favorite pixar movies i talk about it a lot more um you defend one, it it did, make my, it did make my top five um, all right, Justine, the next one on the list for me is Mandalorian. Yes! Tell me about the Mandalorian, Rochelle. Tell me about it. Um, I just rewatched it and finally got around to watching um, Disney's Gallery. I haven't watched the new episode yet. Okay. Or the other new episode. So, so. 
eight is about the Mandalorian, which is a bounty hunter outfit wearing person. And you meet, there's no characters from the Star Wars universe in this show besides yeah. like that that have been previously introduced. It's all brand new characters on a brand new planet. Maybe. Um, and then there is the cutest little baby named the Childs, because we don't know its name yet, because it doesn't talk because it's a baby. And it looks like Yoda, so everybody calls him Baby Yoda. And he likes chicken nuggies and chocolate milk. Where the hell did that come from? Like, okay, I understand it's in a meme now, but like, how did we decide that he liked chicken nuggies when we clearly see him eat a frog type creature? don't know because the best baby the best part is like mando is telling him no and don't eat it and it's in his mouth and the next like we see the legs sticking up and then the next thing is down the gullet (laughs) and we're just all like staring at it going ew hi um and that's all i know about this show i don't know so it takes place on one planet this unlikely duo is traveling together i don't know if he was like left with this child or found the child or um whether the child is just pretending to be a child and is actually like a grown person but just didn't learn to talk like yoda did um or if he's a little baby jedi like i don't know if it takes place before or after like luke and leia or ray or literally nothing else i just know about little baby yoda because when I wanted to get my pineapple backpack, there was a six and a half hour wait virtual queue line to get into the world of Disney because everybody wanted the little baby Yoda plushes. And then three days later, I went back to get my pineapple backpack because they were back in stock and they had baby Yoda plushes. I'm like, you literally could have waited three more days instead of just like waiting seven hours to get a baby Yoda plush. So that's how I felt about that. Okay. So the Mandalorian is not a single person. Oh, awkward. It is a religion. Okay. And weapons are part of their religion. Interesting. Yeah. So um, our main Mandalorian dude, um, he actually has a name. I forget what it is because we don't really find out until like the second to last episode. <laughs> Slash last episode. Um, so people just call him Mando or the Mandalorian. Uh, it takes place after episode six, but before episode seven, which obviously there's like a 25 to 35 year gap there. So it makes sense. So this is like almost immediately, not quite. But, so like maybe two to five years after the end of episode six because the empire still has a presence and is still being gotten rid of and one of my favorite characters she's a badass she used to be a um she used to be part of the alliance the the rebels yeah she's a badass um so the child is actually 50 years old I told you he was an old man and a little baby body. But the speculation is that that um, species ages slower. Can you imagine being a baby for 50 years? Yoda was like 800 years old when he died. But like you can't care for yourself or take care. Like, like you get like, you know how when you were a child, you just wanted to grow up. You wanted to grow up. You wanted to grow up because you wanted more responsibility. Can you imagine being a baby for 50 years? Like, So, uh, little baby Yoda is wanted by the Empire. What is left oh. of the Empire. So, we do see stormtroopers. We do see um, Jawa. Little Jawa sand people. Okay. Um, what I love, what I really love about it is it's a mix of the way things were done in the original series and bringing in the new technology. So, like, there is a puppet of the baby on set with them. And, like, some of the actors get so into it that they think that the puppet is real, forgetting that there's a puppeteer puppeting the puppet. 
Yeah, it, it's great. It, like, I don't want to ruin it for you because I really want you to watch at least the first episode. And I will. Maybe I'll watch that when I go to the gym later. There you go. And like I said, except for the first episode, there's a recap, intro, show, and credits that I swear are seven to ten minutes long. Oh, yeah. I so, I like so, like, the runtime is, like, 35 minutes, but you're only watching a 25-minute video. Okay. So, my runtime while I'm running. Ha, 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 ha. I'm watching Mandalorian. No. Okay. I, I don't want to ruin it for you, because then after... I don't... I want you to watch I'm episode watching. one, at least. Because then I also want you to see how they made it. In the volume. That stuff it, doesn't really intrigue me. It will surprise you. It will, it will surprise you, and it will also make you think, "Whoa, where where are we going with making of movies and TV shows?" Okay. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for your turn? No, no. <laughs> the ever so popular Friends. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Let's start. Can you name all six of the Friends characters? Chandler. Okay. That's Monica. I'm glad you got him first. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, the worst part is we sort of grew up on it. Jennifer Anderson's character sounds just like my name. Rachel. Right, okay. that's what the haircut is called. Who, who dates... Ross, okay. <laughs> okay, care. and then you're missing Joey and Phoebe. Okay. Okay. This one is so sad. You got two. <laughs> <laughs> two out of six. That's failing. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Do you know the premise of the show? Um... Girls live in one apartment, the boys live in the other apartment, and they're friends. Yeah. Do, do Are they all single, or are some of them related? Um, I only know they're related because you made me, or we were watching that one episode. Who's related? I don't know. One boy, one girl. <laughs> exactly, okay. Monica and Ross are brother and sister, <laughs> and that's how they meet everyone else basically i don't know and then there's there's a coffee shop and with a couch and there's a smelly cat song okay do you know anything else about the show um somebody got pregnant so they had to write the pregnancy in mm-hmm. other than that no oh and pivot everybody knows the gift pivot and joey doesn't share food yep that's basically, um, can you name any of the actors? Can you name any of those six people and name their names? Uh, the one you just said. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. I wanted to call okay. her Sarah Jessica Parker because I saw a thing about the uh, sequel to Hocus Pocus earlier. I used to always get those two confused when I was a kid. Um, Am I saying a kid? I mean like five years ago. I can't name anybody else, but I do know the other two ladies were on the Red Nose Day special. Yeah. With Ben Stiller and Adam something. I'm so great at names, aren't I? <laughs> Ask me to name all the Stark kids. I can do that. Courtney Cox. Sure. Oh, I think I just got gold in my eye. David Schwimmer. Yeah, no. I don't know any of the guys because they haven't really in anything that like I like except for the one was in the uh Charlie's Angels with Drew Barrymore uh Lucy Liu and Cameron Diaz because he played Lucy Liu's character's boyfriend oh yeah um what's his name it's Joey Tribbiani on the show but it's I think it's it's Matthew I haven't watched it in so long I don't know do you know the theme song? I just know the. So no when we were younger, I knew it. This way. When we were younger, I knew it, but I don't know I don't, it. And the only I remember ever we watched it at Seance. We watched it at Seance. 
I must have been too young for that because I, I remember, remember that. that. And the only reason I know the clap part mm-hmm. is because I've seen the blooper from the movie that she did with Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, uh, we're the Millers, and we're they the like Millers. all of a sudden turn on the radio, and then it's playing, and then they all like, no. that was yeah. such a great prank, and I absolutely love that. Yeah, but, yeah. Courtney Cox just revealed in an interview recently that because she was so young when she did that show, and it was so long ago that like she actually like because fans will bring up stuff from the show all the time, especially now that it has been on Netflix and people had the opportunity to watch it. People bring up stuff from the show, and she's just like. I don't remember that. Milo, like Um, so she actually had to go back, and she just recently like watched the show. Well, um, one of the episodes I was watching the commentary, it had two of the um, Stark girls, um, Maisie Williams and um, Sophie Turner. They play mm-hmm. two of the Stark girls. Well, the two yep. Stark girls, and um, Maisie started the show when she was like eleven, and um. Sophie wasn't much older than her that isn't much older than her when she started playing her role and um Maisie was saying how um, Milo's debut (laughs) you look like you're joking um she'll have fans come up to her and expect her to know the line or the response to the line and she's like I'm done with the day of shooting I don't remember anything I said yeah and it's like, yeah, I don't blame you. I don't expect any actor to, like, respond or know anything. But also, I'm that type of person who, like, if I do see an actor, it's like, I'm not going to shout a line at them. Though I will right. say that that is one of my favorite questions that, um, and of course, I just forgot his name, the host of Hot Ones will ask. Is, you know, what movie line or what line gets yelled at you the most? <laughs> That's a good question, yeah. And it's always interesting to see what the actor or actress replies with. Oh, I bet. Especially depending on who's been on there. Right, yeah. I mean, come on. He's had some great people, like uh, Key and Pal, Peel, I can't say their name apparently, together. Uh, Tenacious D, together. Um, Sarah, uh, not Sarah, no. Um, Shoot. Uh, is her first name Sarah? No. Um, Scarlett jo- Johansson. She's been on there. Nice. Love Shaq. I don't want baby killer. Shaq was probably one of my favorites. Oh, I was as well as um. Oh, what is his name? Uh, Gordon Ramsay. Mm, I love. He was one of my favorites because he was such a limp. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like British food is very bland, but he, like, doesn't just cook British food, so. Right. I think it was just a hell of a lot hotter than he was expecting. Yeah. When, uh, so my friend, Agent 00 Sonic, um, he had a, he did a video, and you can check it out on this YouTube channel at Agent 00 Sonic, um, and he, they did, like, a Hot Ones, like, their version, like, a tribute episode to it, and they called it the Hot Twos. Um, and they did like a little interview and like um and I was there for the filming of it and it was so funny to like watch them like eat the hot sauces and like <laughs> some of them were like I-, I tasted some afterwards and some of them were really good yeah. and I don't usually like hot things but I'm starting to because my roommate's from Texas and he likes to put hot sauce on everything <laughs> but all right what's next the next one for me is Olympus has fallen which I can picture it being on... Do you want... want, Yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, It's it's so weird. Olympus Has Fallen is on Netflix, and um, Angel Has Fallen is on Netflix, but the one in the middle, London Has Fallen, is not on Netflix. It was only two, and then apparently a third one came out, and I missed it. And so I still have to watch three, but I want to rewatch two, because I've only watched two once, and two is not on Netflix. Okay. So if you haven't seen it, this is what the, the trailer looks like. This is but, what the I'm movie sorry. poster. This is what the movie poster looks like. Um, and so it's got to be good because it's got Morgan Freeman in it. And is that Gerard Butler? It is Gerard Butler. Uh, I don't know who the other guy is, but he looks I, he He played um, Harvey Dent slash Two-Face in The oh, Dark Knight. That's why he looks familiar. Yeah. Um, so we have an things, American but... flag burning with... 
the White House on fire. So I'm assuming Morgan Freeman is the president. Because he would make a great president. And then like Gerard Butler is like a secret service person. But originally I was thinking of, it was about Greek gods. And that one of them was Zeus and then Zeus. Even when I told you that at the same time, like within a month of each other, White House Down also came out. I don't so maybe Olympus is like a system that they were using and the system fell and it crashed and then like the economy's on fire or something <laughs> like the White House is uh, like politics are failing but it's a series so it can't just be like it's got to be something that they can fix so yeah. then in the next movie it can also fall. Uh, maybe it's can, can I start correcting attacking? you can I can I start correcting you please please Ooh. please Yes. Okay, so you're right. Gerard Butler is Secret Service. Oh, nice. Nailed. Okay. One thing right. One thing right. Um, Morgan Freeman is the vice... No, not the vice president. Um, Person underneath the vice president. The secretary of defense? Person underneath the secretary of defense. Speaker of the house. Mm, Okay. He's the speaker of the house. The other guy on the poster is the president. Okay. Within within the first ten minutes of the movie, Gerard Butler's character has failed to save the first lady, and she dies. Oops! Freak accident. About Harvey Freak accident. Um, so he gets removed from the president's detail and is put at the treasury because, if you did not know, Secret Service also does the treasury part, so you know counterfeiting. Um, Olympus is the name for the White House. When when they're talking in code. Um, um, also fun fact, the president's son in this movie, his nickname is Sparkplug. That's fun. Fun fact from Michelle Obama's book, they all, the girls got to pick what, um, Malia and, uh, Malia and Sasha, Sasha, yes, got to pick what their code names were going to be. It had to start with the letter R, because that's what Barack's and Michelle's started with. And so they, I had to start with the letter R, but they both got to pick. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so um, the son's name is Sparkplug. So yeah, so we start the movie off, and here we have a president who he ended up winning his second term because his wife died. If you haven't seen Scandal, they will explain it all. Um, so you know we have a hu- we have a f- husband father who is still dealing with the grief because he never truly got to mourn the death of his wife. We have a son who is missing his mom, and in this fake world slash real world, uh, tensions are growing between South Korea and North Korea. So um, a diplomat from the South Korean, um, forget the word I'm looking for, um, is coming to the White House to meet with the president and they show up. All hell breaks loose. (laughs) The president ends up in the bunker with the bad guy who's trying to get the codes for the nuclear weapons. The front, the front lawn of the White House is just chaos and full of dead bodies and bullet holes. And Gerard Butler somehow sneaks his way in. He gets from the Treasury to the White House, into the building, to save the president. And it's just so interesting to see the choices that people make. And like what could and couldn't happen. And yeah, if you watch it, yeah, there's some stuff that could never happen, but given the circumstances it could it's a good movie so then london has fallen obviously takes place in london and i have not watched angel has fallen yet oh you can't hear me you have headphones in uh white house down is with channing tatum and jamie fox and it's more of a comedy i don't remember what channing tatum's day job is but he's with his daughter whose school field trip is to the white house and shit goes down we're not talking about that movie but it that one is a comedy we're, we're almost to our time limit let's keep track about other movies okay all right it's a comedy if you don't want to watch olympus has followed next um we're gonna take it back this was on rotten tomatoes top 100 movies um and i've never seen it but justine likes it and she's seen it and it is called a Streetcar Named Desire. Who said I like it? I watched it for English class. Oh, she watched it for English class. Well, didn't you want to we do read Casablanca? It. Yeah. 
All right, so we'll do Casablanca instead. Cool, 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 cool. Um, I'll tell you what I know about this movie. It's in black and white. It takes place in a tropical place. Um, the main, the, the girl falls, has unrequainted love for the guy. And the guy is like, here's looking at you, kid. And then puts her on a plane and she leaves. That's the end of the movie. Sorry, spoilers. We went from the very beginning to the very end and we missed everything in the middle. That's, I told you the important parts, how it starts, how it ends, it's done. Okay, <laughs> Tropical Place, do you know where it takes place? In what time period it takes place? Uh, I can't remember. Is it Cuba? Is it's an it, African country you've been to. Is it Morocco? Oh, the only one I've been to, it's Morocco. I kind of thought it was Morocco, and then I was like, I don't think Morocco sounds right. It's Morocco. Okay. Do you know when it takes place? In black and white movie time. 1910s. 100. Yeah. No, it's actually set um, just as World War II is entering um, Africa. Okay. I didn't I'm know pretty sure. Africa. Wow, that makes me feel like a really shitty person. Here's looking at you, kid, is actually um, their toast. That they, that when they toast, it's here's looking at you, kid. Oh, wow, because they make it sound like it's so sad. No, it's it's sort of like his way at the end of the movie of saying, I love you. Yeah, so, so to me, it always sounded like he was calling her a child, and that's why he couldn't be with her no. because she was a child. Like, here's looking at you, kid. Like, you're a no. kid. Leave me alone. Um, so he runs the cafe. I believe it's called Rick's Cafe. Um, it is. I believe Nat King Cole is the piano player. And um, him and the piano player have used to have a cafe in Paris. Um, World War One time, they were there when the Germans invaded Paris. Um, <laughs> him and her met, they had a tumultuous relationship. I think she left him. He moved to Morocco. He opens the cafe. He doesn't see her for a long time. Next thing he knows, she's coming in with this high German person and is trying to get out of there and get away from it all. And um, she's trying to convince him to come with her. But he knows the only way for her to get out is if he doesn't. So here's looking at you, kid, kisses her, puts her on the plane, and then he, the scene actually ends with him and the customs guy walking away and him telling him either a story or um, offering to give him the cafe, because I believe the guard soldier person was, was trying to get the cafe from Rick. It's not a heavily action-packed movie, it's more of a talking movie. With a love story. I haven't seen it in a couple years, so I know I'm forgetting things. I mean, you did a great job summarizing it up. It's just not something I'm interested in watching. I'm just trying to remember. Humphrey Burgard is the main dude. And I want to say Inga Birdman is the main female, but I could be wrong. Because I know it wasn't his wife. Because they didn't meet until the Maltese Falcon. I remember correctly. Okay. Um, but it's one of those movies that is referenced all the time, whether it's directly referenced, like the Here's Looking at You Kid line, or uh, Play It Again, whatever the piano player's name is. Or um, you, I don't remember what movie it is. It's a movie we like. Um, they named the cafe Rick's Cafe as an homage to the movie. So, you know, it's it's one of those films that's referenced quite frequently. And if you've ever ridden the great movie ride at, at Disney's Hollywood Studios, you would know the line and the, pa- and the plane that was only half a plane because the rest of the half is in the Jungle Cruise, which you can still see to this day in the Jungle Cruise. And it has a hidden Mickey on it, though you can't always see it because the grass grows high. Hmm. I love the Jungle Cruise. I can't wait to go back to Disney. <laughs> I know you do. Oh. That's why I had to bring it up. Okay. So to end our show, I figured we could touch on some of our favorite shows 
that we like to watch besides the ones aforementioned the mass singer Um, I just caught up on Forged in Fire. I had a whole bunch of episodes on the DVR. And they have a new one. Forged in Fire show? beat the judges. You can't beat the judges. The judges on that show are so good. Oh, yeah. Well, I've um, episode one aired last week. Episode two <laughs> aired yesterday. So I have to go watch it. I was watching other things, you know, clearing up space on the DVR. I got so many shows on there. Yeah. Um, I've already mentioned Downton Abbey. I don't know how many times today, but that's because I just rewatched the entire series and film. Yeah. We mentioned Miss Fisher. Love Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. This is a good Australian show. If you haven't seen it, find She's it, on watch the list. it. Um, I don't want to say I enjoy watching Criminal Minds, but it's it's a it's a brain t- thought process thing. Like, agreed. I enjoy my brain getting tested of what this person is going to do or what is going to happen and trying to figure it out as well as the characters. Oh, yes. Okay, sorry. I was scrolling because I'm like, I'm like, I know during like the regular like like time that shows are on, I was like, I know that I have like three or four shows that I watch every week and I look forward to like Mondays because my show is on on Sunday or Wednesdays, you know, whatever. Because like, like they come up on Hulu next day and I was like, what are those shows? Yeah, I didn't write any I? of those down. Because I wrote down Criminal Minds, I wrote down Miss Fisher, I wrote down um, Sherlock. Mm. I have so many, like, BBC, BBC shows that I like. Um, uh Brooklyn Nine-Nine, if you can't tell, I've been referencing it the whole time. Um, New Girl, Avatar The Last Airbender, made me so happy they put it on Netflix. And if you haven't watched that, you got to watch that. Such a yeah. good movie. Movie, um, show. I don't- I don't want to say that I enjoy watching Handmaid's Tale because it's like a really like deep, sad it's show. A, but it's, it's not something that you go in enjoying and expecting to feel good. It's something you go yeah. in and it's thought provoking. It is. And like sometimes um, I remember like I was watching one episode of it and it literally changed my outlook on life. And I love shows that can do that for you. Like they make you think about the way things are or like... I don't know. It's just so interesting. And that's one of the shows. Uh, but that's all those shows I grabbed off of Netflix. And now my Hulu ones are... Henry's Tales from Hulu. Yeah, but that was just something I thought of because we are It's supposed to come... So Queer Eye just came out right now. Normally Handmaid's Tale comes out at this time, but it got pushed to September. So like it was... It, it, I was just talking about it yesterday. Um, I really like 911. It's a really good show. It's about firefighters emergency response first responders yeah first responders and also like the dispatchers dispatchers um sorry i got rid of the thing okay there we go um a million little things is really good um hollywood was really good that's a netflix one on my block is really good that's also on netflix um doll face is really good killing eve is really good new amsterdam that's just like you're gonna cry every single episode um the bold type is really like a thought-provoking one that one's from freeform um but it's on hulu and it's so good um as well as the resident um this is us has its like good times and bad times um, and i thought i put my arm in the paint again um i really liked timeless that one's on damn it there that was a bug on, um, and it just fell i don't know where it went Lulu as well but I feel like I, I was uh, listening to an audiobook the other day, and uh, it was called Get Out of Your Own Way by David Hollis, and he was talking about how um, we are what we watch, and um, your mind frame and your, your like, it's going to be based on what shows you're watching. Um, so, you know, try and watch positive things, and, like, don't just watch all, like, the negative, like, sad things because you're just gonna be sad and negative all the time and try and like you know make sure you try and take the time to watch like something happy once in a while and i find that's true for me that might not be true for everyone but i find that that's true for me because i'm a type two on the anagram scale and that's just how that's just how things are for me 
I know you've got something to say. I thought I heard a noise and I thought it was my phone. No, it wasn't. No, I think somebody's mowing their lawn. Oh, it's a nice okay. day today. We, we're, we're not sweating our butts off again. The thing with Florida is people think that, like, oh, the sun's up. I can mow my lawn at 8 a.m. It's quarantine. No, you cannot. I'm sleeping. <laughs> I took two naps yesterday because of how hot it was. And you still went okay. to bed? The first nap was because I, uh, I was waiting for a phone call. Mm-hmm. And I knew I'd wake up as soon as my phone started ringing. Mm-hmm. The second one was I got comfy and I was watching my show and I fell asleep. I hate that. I hate to My little likes watching a lot of Animal Planet, especially Too Cute. <laughs> All right, I think that's it for me. Um, but I know everybody has their favorite shows. I love those posts when people put them on like Facebook and stuff, and they're like, "Hey, like looking for something new to watch on." Uh, Netflix or Hulu or whatever like looking for recommendations I always drop like thought-provoking shows that I think that they'll like and the one that I've been commenting recently is the one called Hollywood because I think that's the best show that I've seen in a really long time it's on my list I need to finish Defenders first because I restarted that again yeah like I'm on like the second last episode I just I haven't finished it I've been watching other things yeah. Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, I, I, the main I reason I want I to watch it, it in a year. So the main reason I got into it was because Darren Chris is in it, and he's from Glee, and I absolutely love him. And um, so that's the reason I started to watch it. And then he wasn't in the entire first episode, and I was just like, "Hello, hello." But he was in like the he's in like the opening like credits. The opening credits, yeah. And so I was like, okay, so he's in the show. He just hasn't shown up yet. And then he showed up right at the beginning of the second episode. I was like, okay. It happens. You know, okay. you're a showrunner, so your name is in the credits, but you're not in that episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. But, oh, that show is so good. I might rewatch it. It was really, really good. But currently I'm watching, I have one more episode of Queer Eye Left. Makes me really sad. I just finished 13 Reasons Why last night. For the new, I think it's the last season, the last episode, and I literally was sitting here sobbing my eyes out. Spoilers if you haven't seen it. It's really, really sad, but it's really, really good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think TV, TV is, TV and movies like help shape your life. They help you like see through somebody else's perspective. And I think that's the best thing. I think it's so funny. If you haven't seen it, the new Harley Quinn movie, Birds of Prey, it was really well done because it was by women for women. And it was done so well. And my dad went, our dad went and watched it and he didn't like it. And I was like, it wasn't for you. I'm pretty sure he also didn't like the new Wonder Woman. It wasn't for him. It was directed by women for women. No, he liked Wonder Woman. I saw that with them, him, him in theaters. Uh, I don't think uh, he's going to like the new one. Then. No, the new one looks amazing. But it's just, it's not for him. He's hes a white, old male. Like, it's, 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 this movie's not for you. You think it is, but it, it's so. It's made to inspire young women, old women, all women. So if he's not inspired by it, that's on him. He's also not like like walking into the movie like trying to see it from his first like from their perspective. He's trying to see it from his perspective. He's also the guy that goes into a movie and I guess is the ending in ten minutes. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Or just shouts out in the middle of Harry Potter five while we're Harry watching. Harry Potter's it in getting his ass kicked. <laughs> I was like, Dad, shh! You didn't read the books. You don't understand. Oh my god. No, we could go on a whole rant about that. You were ending this. You were wrapping us up. I'm so sorry. Um, Look, Milo's all laid down now. Yeah, he's like, excuse me, this is the end. It's nap time. Okay, great. Um, But thank you so much for tuning in. If you have shows that you think are thought-provoking, that you think we would like, um, comedies for me. Everything else for me. 
I was like, I don't want to say dark stuff, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but I also like docu. I love like mini series documentaries. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the History Channel has the um, Men Who Built This Country, which spawned off several more. So like, I have the cars that built this country sitting for me on the DVR. The food that built this country sitting for me on the DVR. I think they're all on Hulu now. I could watch them there. Oh, I also don't have cable, so it's got to be on Netflix or Hulu or Disney Plus for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of the other documentary. Oh, um, History 101, the new show on Netflix. Oh my god, it was so good. It was so good. Very thought-provoking, if you're looking for thought-provoking. Okay. Right now, it'll, I'm, I'm... It'll make you question what you learned in school. There's, like, a bunch of stuff. Uh, I, that sounds interesting. It Also, I want to watch a lot of the things that... Oh, I mean, this show was kind of, like, out of my comfort zone, but I really liked it, which was, like, the the human experiment, like, 100 people, and they, like, take these, like, 100 people, and they run all these kinds of experiments. Episode four, everyone should watch it. It's about bias, and it's it, it, it literally is going to blow your mind. It's going to open your mind up, and it's hopefully when you come into a situation for the rest of your life, you're looking at it like, hey, what kind of bias am I giving off here? And try and crack that. Um, but right now that's, those are the kind of things that I'm trying to watch right now. And there's some really good lists out for like Netflix and Hulu to like help, um, educate and show things. So I think the next thing I want to watch is, um, called Dear White People. Um, I think that's something that I need to watch. So. On Netflix, right? Yeah. On my list, my list for Netflix just grows and then I go and watch, watch the same thing. Burns the Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society again. <laughs> um but thank you so much for tuning in please comment in the drop stuff in the comments also follow us on i know i plugged my instagram earlier just if you want to plug yours i am the jj tina or we are podcasts on instagram or or i'm sorry we, we might, might know. know i don't even know uh, what our podcast is called anymore so <laughs> we are we are <laughs> we are podcast we are farmers but if you find me at rcasset, then you can easily find, um, we might know through my followers and followings. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in. We hope to see you next week. Um, we may or may not know what we're talking about next week, just like we didn't really know what we were talking about this week. But it turned out great, I think. I think this was a fun one. Um, if you want to drop shows in the comments that um, if we do another one of these for us to talk about, uh, that'd be really fun. So thanks for tuning in. Again, I'm Rochelle. I'm Justine. And we'll see you next time. Bye.